0: with Dave
1: conversation crack and the music you love today fm if all happens here today
2: fm oh, have you got the holidays booked yes yet? i do some of us are just back from holidays maria <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got one foot out the door and the out of office ready to go. Our resident productivity expert, Neve Brady, does have some tips to make sure that you can really switch off, because that's a big thing for people, isn't it? You may be able to go on the holiday, but can mm. you actually switch off and get that mental break that you need and crave? Um, so she's got the tips to give us uh, to avoid the back to work dread and all the hassle that goes with it. Neve's on the line. Hello, Neve.
1: Good morning, good morning.
2: How are we? We're great. Um, Before we crack into this, what is the job at home that you would pay someone to come in and do?
1: Oh, clean the windows. Absolutely. Same as Maria. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, definitely clean
0: the windows. Okay, so holidays booked, as we said, right? So, like, when do you need to kind of start the organisation of your mind around the holiday? Is it as early as when you make the booking?
1: It is if you can. So if you have your holiday already booked, as soon as you've finished listening to this, I want you to do this step. And if not, do it as soon as you book the holiday. And what you want to do is block in a little bit of time for the week we come back to do the catch-up on work, right? So you know when you're on holidays, the emails come in and the meetings come in and people ask questions. You're coming back and there's a list of things to do. But if as soon as you book your holiday you put in a couple of 30-minute slots across that return week, already you are more organized. You know, okay, your so brain you're putting like, them into your calendar as is. As is. So you put in three or four 30-minute slots on your return week to say catch up on holiday stuff. And this is great because it means your calendar isn't going to get booked out while you're away. Yeah, no one can oh, call you into back. a
0: meeting if you've already got it exactly. sitting in there of going, August 22nd, yeah, exactly. I've got 30
2: minutes to sort out the thing. And what's the idea? You meet up with, you know, your boss or people you work with and kind of just reassess what you've missed, is it?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, like, if you have, we'll say, four 30 minutes across the first two three days you come back, you might use one 30 minutes to scan through your emails and and deal with that another thirty minutes could be just like you said catch up with the boss catch up with your team and the main people you talk to in work and say what went on while I was away you know is there anything I need to focus on is there any problems that came up are there any emails I can ignore you know and just have a conversation and by putting it in the calendar as soon as you book the holidays it means that you are more likely to do it and your week isn't going to get run by somebody else so when you're leaving then to go on your holidays you can relax knowing It's okay, I've got this, I've got a plan, and I've got time when I come back to do whatever
2: comes up. I think if you work for yourself or you work in the home, maybe you're thinking, that would be great if I could just sit down with my team. (laughs) (laughs) But I am the team. Uh, What do you do if if your jobs are more domestic or if uh, you are self-employed and you just have a whole load of stuff piled up on yourself?
1: Yeah, so definitely the 30 minutes... Work just as well, although funnily enough, you're on your own, right? But the <laughs> the the, the, the Pomodoro technique is 25 minutes of work and a five-minute break. And I just think when you come back from holidays, break things down into little more manageable chunks allows you to get on top of things better, you know. So instead of sitting down on Monday going, oh my god, like the house is a tip, or oh my god, I have so much of my own work to catch up on, just go, I'll do 25 minutes. Mm. I, have a cup of tea. I just like the idea
0: of, of planning that those moments yeah. months in advance. So it seems really helpful that you kind of go to yourself, no, when I get back on that Monday, I know come 10 o'clock, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be half an <laughs> hour. I'm not going to feel overwhelmed because I've got a schedule.
2: Is there a danger, Neave, that uh, we, I, I think I do this, that if there I tend to overbook the week that I get back from holidays, so... I, I, would we be better off for our minds, sort of keeping the week that we come back, you know, pretty bare, you know, and, and kind of doing the bare minimum? So at least we can ease ourselves back into work rather than being faced with fifty. Your, your million man's things. been on holidays
0: for two weeks; and he's doing the absolute minimum when he comes in. the first <laughs> Week back,
2: know, but you don't but want to be hit with a wall no. of work though. The minute you come back, and you're still like, you know, smelling the sun cream on your skin.
1: Look, that's great in theory, but in practice, if you leave our calendar blank for an entire week as soon as you come back from holidays you'll find that other people have taken up your time they uh, sent you yeah. meeting requests because they're like oh he's free you know he can probably meet me he's just back from holidays so I catch him then yeah so you let someone
0: else control you. everything yeah. so right.
1: I want you to protect your calendar protect your time so you proactively put it in those 30-minute chunks across the week to give yourself a chance to breathe. Okay, so that's that's when office.
0: you book the holiday or when now, as you said, if you've already booked it, you start doing that now and you plan that months in advance, weeks in advance, whatever it is. What do you do closer yeah. to the date?
1: So what I love to do closer to the time is try and finish out any work. Now, this could be a small task, it could be an email or a big thing early because if you can strike something off that to-do list before you go on holidays, straight away you're winning right but that doesn't mean you have to tell people okay so let's say if you have to do maybe a report right if you can finish the report before you go finish the report and then you can share it with people on the day you get back because that's when it's due you know so if there's anything at all you can get done before you leave your brain is going I am on to a winner here. I've loads done already. I'm already ahead of myself when I get back and go to enjoy the holidays. What about? don't tell people. That's yes, I, I love Just that. Yeah,
2: that's clever. That is clever. Because i
1: say like, oh, you can do the next thing now. And I'm like, yeah.
2: no, no. <laughs> oh, I'm going to finish that when I get back. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like having a backup lasagna in the freezer or something. You're like, boom, dinner's ready. Here's your presentation. <laughs>
1: It is exactly. It is your work equivalent to the yeah. back of in the freezer. That is exactly what I'm suggesting. Yeah. Um,
2: what about people who really struggle with turning off their phone or, or checking emails? Because, you know, sometimes people say, look, I can't relax properly on holidays. If if I think that there are a thousand emails building up, maybe if I just check Now and then throughout the week and I just deal with a couple of the emails, then I won't feel so snowed under when I get back. Is that right or wrong?
1: It's a tricky one because I know people are after falling into very bad habits around email. And this is definitely easier said than done. But we have to start rebuilding the boundaries in terms of work and doing our best to You know, leave the work phone at home if you have a work phone and deleting the apps off your personal phone is always the recommendation. But saying that, if there's a particular work thing that you know you're going to be worried about, right, surely you're going to have asked somebody you work with to keep an eye on it for you when you're gone. Because if it's that important, you're asking somebody to keep an eye on it, right? Um so what you could do is say to your work buddy, Look, if something happens is that could you text me? Could you just let me know? Yeah, I'd be a lot calmer if I knew that if something big happened on this thing, I get a text from you and then I don't feel the need to be checking my email. And if you haven't delegated it to somebody else while you're going on holidays, it's clearly not that important. Mm. So go wait until you
2: get back. Well, Should everyone on this team knows that that's the way I would like to work. <laughs> is that... Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, it's all his apps. It's uncontactable. this isn't on holidays. This is just all the time. Um, that, you know, I won't check my mail. Um, and then they try and get me through a WhatsApp. But actually, I, I won't check my WhatsApp. And then they try and ring me. Of course, my phone is on silent. The only way he'll this, respond is if we use a Snapchat filter and make it exciting for him. And go, <laughs> Derby, Derby, what are you? You were meant to talk to Jeff Goldblum four hours ago. <laughs> ah! oh, uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm... <laughs> it comes naturally to some of us, Neve, to be able to just ignore the phone. But for some people, the idea of deleting an email app off the phone is an impossibility for them.
1: It is, but even for those people, I'll encourage you to just take the first step. So delete the app. You can reinstall it again. Right. And if you do crack on holidays and reinstall it and check your email, just ask yourself this question. Did anything bad happen? No. Okay. So delete the app again, Mm, you know, and just, just stretch that muscle in terms of, you know, getting stronger (laughs) at resisting your email. Like the more you do it and the more you see, oh, nothing bad happened when I didn't have my email on my phone.
2: Okay. I'll do it again. There are people listening in who are like, "You know what? I get it. I know it's healthy and blah, but you don't work for my company. You don't work for my boss. I'm working in six different time zones. If I ignore my emails for a week, I will the, the hell I'll have to deal with won't be worth it. Some companies and some work um, atmospheres don't allow for this.
1: Right. Now, let's talk about this, right? Because I used to be checking my email, this is no joke, at half two in the morning in Havana Browns when I was 23, right? Because I was working (laughs) in a multinational and I was dealing with India, Finland and the US and I'd be having a sneaky check between shots, right? To see, did anything bad happen? (laughs) (laughs) Right? This is the truth. But you know what happened? I burned out three times. I Mm. had an absolute breakdown. I spent the entire 2012 balling crying. Right, so that's what's going to happen if you don't stop checking your email. Yeah, it's it's not a holiday, is it? Yeah, it's not a holiday. So, if your company's that bad to work for, yeah, it's a hot job market. Seriously, start moving. And, like, that is that is it. Like, if you really feel that you can't even try to do what we're talking about today, you have a bigger problem.
0: And very quickly, Neve, lots of text in on an 100 two. Somebody says I'd be guilty of logging in the Sunday before I go back after a holiday to clear the inbox. I feel like I sleep better and I don't dread it. Maria's nodding at me across the desk there. Is that a bad habit or is there actually some sense to it?
1: It depends. So if, the, if that person does it intentionally, they decide it well in advance and it supports them and they feel calm and, and everything. I'm like, go for it. We're all adults. Mm. What I don't like is when it's unplanned and it goes out of control. Gotcha. You know, but for that person, I'd say maybe just try and block in the half an hour block on the Monday and see if they spend less time on the Sunday.
2: What can we write in or out of office? Is there anything we can write in that to sort of encourage people in a nice way uh, to leave us alone?
1: Yeah, yeah. So like, um, I like to set my out of office the morning of my last day, not the, the minute I walk out the door, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, because first of all, give yourself a little bit of space to wrap up the day. Um, and you'd say, you know, I'm back in the office on the 4th of August. Here are my main points of contact. Remind them who they can go to for help. And then say, all email will be replied to by the 7th of August. So give yourself a little bit of space So say, look, I'll be back by the 4th. But you know, I mightn't get back to you until the seventh. Mm. And if it's urgent, you know, you can reach out to give it I'm or back. You, by, you can by do what Dermot does, which
0: is leave his out of office assistant on pretty much all year round, <laughs> so he forgets, and he just So Dermot is constantly back in work on August twenty fifth, uh, twenty seventeen, and we we haven't heard <laughs> it's from him. Such since. a great holiday! I'm living it every day. <laughs> Neve Brady, fair play. To you. We would talk to you all day about this. We have to move on. Neve Brady from a Better is where you'll find Neve. Thanks for joining us.
1: I'll see you soon, guys. Bye. See
0: you, Eve. Bye, bye,
1: bye. and Dave. Weekdays from 9 a.m. Today FM.